Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. This is our podcast for week 46 in 2015. And with us is Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, who will discuss with us the headlines we published on our website this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Thanks. Glad to be here. Now, our first link goes to a study from 2020, so it's nothing new. It's about mad anxiety. This is a very difficult read for most people, including me. So what's the short on this? Well, this study makes a couple of good points about math anxiety. First of all, they discovered that math anxiety is different from general anxiety and can exist without other general anxiety. Mm -hmm. Further, they found that students with developmental dyscalculia probably have generated math anxiety due to their ongoing struggle with math. This outlines the importance of being positive about math and showing students that it's worth to try and solve the problems, and there is no harm in getting it wrong initially. Also, outlining that math is all around us, and what the applications of math in real life are may lower than math anxiety, as they will start seeing math as part of their regular life, and not as some scary topic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's how most children see it, I guess. (laughs) Yes, unfortunately. Well, in fact, the study showed that depending on the priming or the discussion just before a math activity was introduced, Mm -hmm. the students would perform accordingly. So, if the instructor talked positive on a math-related topic before the students started, their results were always better. That's amazing. Yes. A positive attitude in class and bringing math to life by relating it to everyday life is important for all students, Mm -hmm. and certainly for students with developmental Mm -hmm. dyscalculia. Oh, that's amazing. A lot of teachers need to know that and and, then act accordingly in Mm -hmm. uh, in class, I guess. Uh, The link from Tuesday is about a tool on the Understood website where you can select your grade level and a particular problem that you have, and then it gives you some options for games or apps. Uh, how, How about that? Well, I'm a big fan of the Understood website. Mm -hmm. They really know what they're talking about, and they can say it in very simple, straightforward language. This selection tool is great to use. On my website, I have also a post about apps that I recommend for students with dyscalculia. Everyone tries to work with the new technologies and use it to the best of our capabilities. Apps in itself won't solve a dyscalculia problem, Hmm. but... It can be supportive of the dyscalculia tutoring sessions and a great way to keep the student active in between the tutoring sessions. Rather than go with what the manufacturer website says or what the marketing in your email tells you, Mm -hmm. you should really get an expert opinion on these games or you may waste money and time and not improve the math understanding of your student at all. Right, okay. Okay, well that's good advice. The uh, the Wednesday link uh, goes to a video, and they recall the math anxiety study done recently. So uh, why another video highlighting this? Well, this t- video provides a very short and brief, and to the point overview of the study. Oh, I, I really recommend it. The main point from the study is that anxiety a form of, is a form of phobia. Mm-hmm. And that slow step-by-step exposure can remediate it. Okay. 
One of my friends from overseas actually had a fear of flying. She went for this course that taught her how to stay calm and took her on a number of flights, mm -hmm. from a one-hour flight to start with over a city to a full-blown intercontinental flight of about eight hours. She's over her problem. Slow and guided exposure was the method. Okay. Likewise with math. Slow and guided exposure to math will get the children over their math anxiety. It won't happen very fast, my friend was in a therapy for about a year. Okay. But it's certainly possible and it can change lives. This should be an encouragement for all these parents out there to start looking for a consultant to help them through this. Mm -hmm. Math anxiety is not forever. It can be overcome. Go find the right research. Right, with the right uh, therapy. Well, that's encouraging. We are talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, and we're looking at the links provided during the week on our website, discoculiaheadlines.com. We're going to continue the week with a story about a girl who doesn't complete her test assignment claiming girl code. How about that? Yes, that's such a funny link. And and uh, our, it really has nothing to do with dyscalculia, but with appropriateness of testing and assertiveness of the student. The issue was a test assignment where the question revolved around girls dating each other's boyfriend oh and had to figure out how many combinations could be made. Oh dear, oh dear. Yes. The girl then refused to complete the assignment claiming girl code, <laughs> meaning that you should never date your friend's boyfriend. There you go. The teacher was nice about it and accepted the answer. I accept it too. Yeah. My fear is that this really should not have been a question for fourth grade. No. It was a common core assignment and things like this do not help the profile of the common core. No, they probably have to rethink some of those assignments. <laughs> it was funny. It's brave from the little girl to speak up. The, uh, the following link is to the detailed uh, guidance from the Department of Justice this time about testing accommodations. What's important here? Well, in order to get accommodations approved, the Americans with Disabilities Act gives guidance of how to test, when to test, and what accommodations can be allowed. Mm -hmm. Getting students tested is a major issue in many school districts, and we hope that this guidance will help this situation. An important piece of the notice is the following. This is about who is eligible for testing and accommodations. Mm -hmm. Here goes, and uh, I quote the Department of Justice here. Okay. The determination of whether an individual has a disability generally should not demand extensive analysis and must be made without regard to any positive effects of measures such as medication, medical supplies or equipment, low vision devices other than ordinary eyeglasses or contact lenses, prosthetics, hearing aids and cochlear implants or mobility devices. However, negative effects such as side effects of medication or burdens associated with following a particular treatment regimen, may be considered when determining whether an individual's impairment substantially limits a major life activity. End quote. Okay, so, uh, so what's the important word here? Yeah, the emphasis here is on should not demand extensive analysis. Okay. Another important piece for us is where it talks about what documentation is required to get the accommodations. Mm -hmm. Well, examples of types of documentations can be recommendation of qualified professionals, proof of past testing accommodations, observations by educators, 
results of psychoeducational or other professional evaluations, mm -hmm. an applicant's history of diagnosis, and an applicant's statement of his or her history regarding testing accommodations. Well, this list is far more flexible than many school districts or college board will make you believe. It is an important improvement in the situation and we are excited to see if this will make start making an impact at the school district and college board level. Right, but it's going to probably take a while before all the school districts uh, have adjusted their own little procedures, guidelines, and uh, mm -hmm. other pieces of documentation. It's still going to be a, an uphill, uh, hill uphill struggle, battle. I trust. Yeah. Well, the last link for the week goes to some suggested strategies by the Foresight Family blog. What's the short on this one? There are some great pieces in this blog post. One is that they quote Dr. Edward Hubbard, an assistant professor at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, who makes the point... Quote, attitudes toward math may play a part not just in our overall lack of dyscalculia awareness, but in the fact that dyscalculia research is at least two decades behind dyslexia research. Mm. End quote. And I totally agree. This is very true. And it explains why we will encounter so much disbelief and lack of awareness at an almost daily basis. Uh, then they go on to suggest some strategies for parents. Uh, children need concrete examples associated with real life. Mm -hmm. Visual aids such as number lines and counters will help a child see, touch and manipulate through action. Mm -hmm. So it's not about the manipulatives, it's about manipulating them. Right. Using graph paper will help a child keep numbers in alignment. Mm -hmm. Chunking is a process that breaks new lessons into smaller parts. Children with dyscalculia need to see how different skills relate to new concepts. And review is, a necessary, is, is really necessary before moving on to a new skill. Small group instruction, also very important and can help a child focus uh, and feel more comfortable talking through each step. And then last but not least, create a system to help your child keep track of time. Right. And these are all great strategies and will certainly help the child getting more comfortable with math. Well, that seems very good advice indeed for all those homeschooling and homework helping parents out there. Well, those were the links for the week. Uh, thank you very much for your insights, Dr. Schroeder. And until the next week, Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Discoculia Services. You can also follow her on Facebook, Pinterest and Twitter. Free downloads and a free Discoculia screener are available on her website, discoculiaservices.com. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.